Welcome to tour number 82 of Disney Conversations. I'm your host, Magical Matthew Wallace. Our next few trips are going to center around Christmas and the holidays. More specifically, our Disney Christmas wishes. Diane and I talk about some of our highest ranking Disney Christmas wishes for this year. At first, we didn't think there would be enough to fill one excursion. Little did we know that there was more to discuss than we could imagine. As a result, there will be a second part to this conversation that will involve some past guests of our show who have some very interesting ideas on what to wish for. But now, we need to get this show on the road, so let's go. All aboard! So as I told you in our introduction, this is a tour that's going to be a little different. We want to talk about our Disney Christmas wish list for this year. I wasn't going to say anything, but I think I have to. With Bob Iger's return, I know our Christmas wish lists just got larger. But I'd like us to try and keep it somewhat realistic as to what we personally would like to see happen with our Disney Christmas wish list. It can be for the parks. It can be for the movies, cruise lines, anything having the Disney name on it. It's all fair game on this particular episode. Joining me right now is one of my favorite co-hosts, Diane Whiting. How's the weather where you're at, Diane? It's snowing a lot because I live in Utah and it's winter. (laughs) Well, I'm jealous because it's cold here and there's nothing on the ground. Oh, we always have a white Christmas. My feeling is if it's going to be cold, it needs to be snow. I'm good until like about January 10th and then it's just, you know, great big piles of gray ick that are all over the road at the parking lot. I'm done then. (laughs) It can go away. (laughs) So, Diane, how about you start us off? What are some of your... Disney Christmas wishes for this year. (laughs) Okay. Well, one is going to sound silly, but I know a lot of people kind of run into this after they purchase merchandise at Disney World or online. And I just got new Disney dishes and glassware and stuff. I would really like for Disney to please make all their glassware and mugs dishwasher safe. It's the 21st century. I don't think that's a stretch. (laughs) I have to wash these by hand. (laughs) You're right, because, well, even by hand can be a little iffy because I've got some older cups that I've been washing by hand because we don't have it. I am the dishwasher, okay? (laughs) And the colors are fading. The pieces of it are missing. I'm like, it's getting to the point where you can't tell there was a Mickey on there. Yeah, it seems kind of silly. I mean, it's beautiful glassware, but... And I got the dishes, you know, some, we got all new dishes and stuff. And, and I'm like, oh, I got to wash everything by hand. So, I mean, that sounds silly and simple, but I think a lot of people would be thrilled if they could just do that. (laughs) Yeah, that makes sense. I could see that. (laughs) So whoever's in charge of merch, I hope they're listening to that one. Well, isn't that Josh tomorrow right now? Isn't that kind of under his purview parks to some and, degree? He, what is he? Parks and experiences and I don't know. Yeah. Whoever's whoever's doing the buying and the ordering. Dishwasher safe. Two words. Just include them in your in your order. Yeah, and, and make it real. Make sure that's yeah. what it is. Yeah. <laughs> True. That was silly. Okay, give me one of yours. <laughs> 
my first one's going to be a stretch. I'm going to save the, the realistic one for a little later. But I would love to be able to buy at least a small chunk for Disney Vacation Club because I'd like to have an excuse to go back. Yay, we would love to have you in the neighborhood. Well, and I and I guess part B to that wish is, and maybe this is where Mr. Iger, calling Mr. Iger, <laughs> if you're listening, open up annual passes for everybody for Disney yeah. World. Yep. I don't see a future of being a resident in Florida anytime within the next five years. I'd like to be able to have an excuse to look at my wife and say, oh, by the way, I'm getting on a plane after work. I'll be home in two days. Yeah. That's a big wish for me. And and, and it's a lot. I know it's a lot. I'd like to be, I, I want to buy at least my first little chunk through Disney so I can get the discounts and stuff that come with that. Got to buy 150 points to get those. I know. <laughs> I know. That's, uh, That's a big little chunk. It is. And I debate all the time. If it's worth it to me. And at the end of the day, it's usually not. <laughs> well, see, here's the thing. If they would get the annual passes going, mm-hmm. I wouldn't care. Right. Because the discounts are comparable in a lot of ways between the two. Yep. And you can't stack them. It's either one or the other. Correct. Yeah. The The one thing I tell always tell people about buying DVC is do not buy it for the perks because they come and go. Right. Like, Mostly they go, so at least in recent years. So if you are looking at purchasing Disney Vacation Club, at the end of the day, all that owning Disney Vacation Club guarantees you is that you are able to use those points at the resort at which you purchased. Yes, you can use them at other resorts, but that depends on resort availability. So buy where you love and buy what you can afford and you will always, always, always need more points than you purchased. So I always go for the most points for what I am willing to spend. And it has always worked out perfectly. And right now I do have a case of add-on-itis, which is a typical ailment of DVC owners. And I am I am looking at new contracts. So <laughs> here's the thing too, because my biggest Disney, my biggest contract right is 300 points at old key west that was purchased before they made the rule that you can't use it at new resorts so i do have 300 points that i can use at any of the new resorts right now that means riviera when they finish the disneyland hotel tower i will still be able to use those 300 points there i just won't be able to use any others right i have another 160 points at saratoga I can't use those 160 points anywhere else except the original 14 DVC resorts. What a shame that your choices are that limited, though. I know. That's the thing, too. Are you just crushed? If you really, really want to stay at Riviera, then yes. You can also always just rent points at Riviera to exchange some of your points. You know, there are games that you can play to get to stay where you want to stay. So I don't know. That's, That's one of my wishes. That's what I'm torn about. I would love... And DVC just had their condo association meeting and they did not give us the information that most of us were looking for, which is, is the new Poly Tower going to be part of the existing Polynesian contract as the Grand Floridian was, or is it going to be separate like Copper Creek and Boulder Ridge? Because that makes a huge difference. 
I can't purchase at Poly right now because the only options are studios and the bungalows and right. I need a two bedroom. So I'm kind of waiting a little bit to see if they give us that kind of information, because if it is going to be part of the original condo association, I might consider buying a resale poly contract right now, because I know I'm going to want to stay in that tower. So it's just a game, you know, I, and, and Disney loves to play, but I, I want more points. I love the ability to buy a resale contract with banked points. I've never purchased one without banked mm -hmm. points, meaning the year's previous points were pushed into the following year. So they're essentially free points when you get that Which contract. Which opens up possibilities for better stays. Oh, at least one big, huge, long stay. You know, yes. both the, the first year that I purchased my uh, Old Key West contract had 300 bank points. So I had 600 points that first year. We went like four times. And then my Saratoga was the same way. It also had 160 banked points. So yeah, that's, that's is one of my uh, Christmas wishes for DVC and uh, please Bill Dirksen, who is in charge of Disney vacation club, let us know what you're doing with the poly <laughs> so we can purchase accordingly. And I'd like to add that if anybody listening is in dire need of buying somebody a Christmas gift, <laughs> I have some suggestions like <laughs> send some points my way so I can try this out. Oh yeah, for sure. I'm not shy. I'll tell you exactly what I want. <laughs> but once you do, once you stay in a DVC, it's, it's hard to stay anywhere else. You know what? Just walking through when I was with Alan in September, just walking yep. through, I, I could see why it would be tough. And of course, he started with the the grand mama of them all at the, uh -oh. at the Grand Floridian. He took us through oh, the grand gosh. suite where the dining table has twelve chairs around it. I'm like, right. I don't know twelve people I'd want to be around that much. It's just the space is it's just amazing. And then then you have the debate of, do I really want to leave this villa while I'm here? Exactly. You know, I think I'm just going to stay here because it's nicer than my house. Well, not just that, but. <laughs> I, I was in there and I was thinking, what park? I don't see a park. I know. I'm too busy looking around this place. It's just gorgeous, isn't yeah. it? Those, yeah. It, it's amazing. And that is, yeah, that's something that I'm... So I can see why people would want to do that. And, and I'm not picky, folks. If you want to gift me some, I don't know, Old Key West or Saratoga points, I'm good enough with that. As long as I'm on Disney property, I'll have a smile on my face. I guarantee Do you know what? Old Key West is... is probably my favorite DVC resort. It is just the most welcoming, wonderful place. If we ever do resort tours, let's, let's do old Key West. Cause I got to tell you about our neighborhood and it feels like a neighborhood. Like I know some of the members there, we're all friends. We come and get together and hang out when everybody's going. It's, I've never felt that anywhere else before. Mm -hmm. So old Key West is one of the best and the best value for your points. All right, so what's another one of your Disney Christmas wishes? I would love a nighttime parade back at Magic Kingdom. I think we'd all like to see that. <laughs> I don't think that's too hard. I mean, you know, they've got a few they can choose from and, they and do. drag and, them out. And, and I have one I want to see, and I realize they would probably have to scale it down a little bit to fit it in our Magic Kingdom. But I'd love to see Paint the Night come. It's my favorite. I don't know if you and I have talked about it before, if it was Mindy or if it was somebody else, but we talked about 
Mac coming down Main Street mm-hmm. and everything, you know. So if they take the same route as Festival of Fantasy coming out of Frontierland, I think they could get Mac down through there. Can he go around the hub? They would have to swing him wide, but I mean, I I drive a bus. I could put a bus right. through there. So yes, the semi should be able to fit. Okay, because like I'd take everybody out from that turn all the way clear through to the Spring World card at, at Adventureland. Right. <laughs> If I tried to do it, so... I haven't seen Paint the Night in person. Is Mac a full-size truck? If he's not, then we're, it's a it's a mood issue. I, I, I don't know. I'm not good at that. Yeah. <laughs> see, I'd have to see it to know for sure. But, he's all lit up. He's But gorgeous. I know that the reason they... One of the reasons they do Festival of Fantasy the way they do it is because Maleficent, they tried to go the other way around, and they couldn't mm. maneuver Maleficent well enough. Hmm. So they tried backwards, and it changed it just enough. It had something to do with... Okay, spoiler alert, folks. When you walk into Magic Kingdom on Main Street USA, you don't realize it, but you're walking uphill towards the the castle, okay? Mm -hmm. And there was something about that incline Hmm. that was going to be an issue with Maleficent. And that's why they experimented with reversing the course that they took for that. And it worked. Hmm. Now, that's what I've heard. I don't know if that's a true statement or not. Maybe that's true. Maybe it's something to that effect somewhere along the parade route. But Well, even if they left the truck out, it's still an amazing parade. If that's just their only obstacle, it would be fantastic even without him. I mean, we'd miss him, but it's fantastic. We've seen the Main Street Electrical Parade Mm -hmm. on and off and on and off and on and off and on and off again. Don't get me wrong. I like Main Street Electrical Parade. Last time I got to see it, my kids were with me. They were a good bit younger than they are now. Mm-hmm. It was fun watching it through their eyes. Right. And we took a seat back at Frontierland because there were places to sit back there. Unlike sure. Main Street USA, where you couldn't right. get another person in with a can opener. No. Yeah, I would definitely like to see. I'd like to see Paint the Night. I'd like to see him maybe create a whole new nighttime parade for Disney World. I wish they had created something. For the 50th anniversary, it kind of made sense that they would, but they didn't. That yeah. might be a subject for another show. <laughs> <laughs> well, fortunately, the person in charge is no longer in charge. So yeah. not that Bob Iger maybe would have done anything different, but, you know, you, you just don't know. I think under Bob Iger, what we got for the 50th might have had a little bit more of a grand feel to it. I think so. I don't think we would have seen a lot of this backpedaling with the shows and stuff, trying to get things into it to lock fans in. And I don't just mean those of us who like to go to Disney World or Disneyland all the time. Mm-hmm. Anybody who's in that park, whether they're a first-time guest or a thousandth-time guest, are fans of Disney. Sure. Personally, I'd like to see them get to know as much about the person of Walt Disney, who started it, mm-hmm. as possible. Because... We've heard it said a lot of times, you have to know where you've been in order to know where you're going. Mm-hmm. And if we don't take people back to the beginning and understanding Walt Disney's story, then how can we know where they're going to go in the future? The Disneyland does a much better job of that. I, I hope that some of it does trickle down to Walt Disney World because I think that's really an important part yeah. of the history of the parks and the company. Okay. So you want to know what my Disney wish is? I would love to know. This just came to be a possibility within the last five days. 
Ooh. Breeze Airways has announced a new nonstop flight from Columbus, Ohio, where I live, to Orange County, California. <gasps> now, correct me if I'm wrong, but is that not the airport that most people want to take if they're going to Disneyland? Yes, you want to go to John Wayne Airport. I checked prices on that. If I pack smartly, I could make that work. Yay! Just buy clothes there. <laughs> and at, Well, that's kind of what I was thinking. And then just wear what I really like home and give the rest to the homeless, you know? Mm -hmm. The other thing is, I, I, I had a sinister thought because my wife is always harping on me on how much money we spend. <laughs> I might just go alone. <laughs> that would be really fun. I would not stay at a Disney-owned resort because I know they have a single supplement rate, but some of the hotels outside of Disneyland Resort do not have that requirement. Mm -hmm. It's a room charge. How many people are you going to have in that room? It costs the same whether you're one or four. Right. So I could potentially pull this off if I can get enough overtime in Yeah. to pay for it. I might just sneak off for a long five-day weekend somewhere. Yeah. Disneyland, uh, you know, it is just so different than Disney World, and it is so much smaller. So any of the uh, hotels on Harbor Boulevard are, are just a quick walk. It's not, you're not in the bubble. It's not an, a pretty walk. <laughs> it's, you know, it's crossing a major thoroughfare in a fairly decent sized city, but it's totally doable. You know, it makes it a lot easier. Well, I, I really would like to do that. I'd like to do Disneyland while I'm still young enough to be able to really enjoy it. Mm -hmm. It's my favorite part. I'm park. going to work on getting in better shape. I don't want to rent a scooter again if I don't have to. I will if I have to because I found out that that really saved me a lot at Disney World. Mm -hmm. But I also know that Disneyland, at least the park itself, is much smaller. So there's not as much walking in involved. No. Much, much smaller. Smaller paths, smaller everything. The footprint is smaller. But still has more rides than Magic Kingdom does. You just walk out of one and go mm -hmm. around the corner right and get there. on the next one. Yeah, two feet away. That's my big Disney wish. Whether that'll come true this year or not, I don't know. But Disneyland is my next trip. I kind of wish I could make another trip down to Disney World before April because I'd like to see the 50th stuff one more time. Mm -hmm. Twice wasn't enough. Yeah. To be able to go to Disneyland and see where it all started. And I guess they're not offering the walk and waltz footsteps now. They're calling it something else. It's expensive. And mm -hmm. from what I understand, not as detailed. No, just wave. I do. Every time I go in and out of that park. I heard a, I heard a different podcast and somebody was talking about the tour that they took. And it had some good things, but it had some disappointing things as well. I know enough about Walt Disney that I could walk around and probably imagine fairly well some of the things that, mm -hmm. that I recall from my childhood, watching Disneyland on yeah. television when, when Walt would visit and stuff. That, that would really be probably my biggest Disney Christmas wish right now. I thought about trying to hold off to go to D23 in two years, assuming they have it again at that point. I don't think I care too much about that. I think I'd rather just go enjoy the parks. D23 is great. And I've enjoyed, you know, the times that I've been there. But yeah, Disneyland itself, it's my favorite park. There's just so much nostalgia there. You can really feel Walt's spirit there. It's just a, it's just a sweet park. I love their fantasy land so much more than Magic Kingdoms. It's, it's just a great 
experience. It's so much more intimate than Disney World. You know, the parks are literally, you can see one entrance from the other. So it's amazing. They've done such a fabulous job. And, you know, if you are there, you have to go over to the Disneyland Hotel and wander through and find all of their great tributes to the park and the opening days and all of the fun memorabilia and kitschy stuff that they collect and display. It's just really fun. I just, I have just such a soft spot for Disneyland. I'm hoping to get out there this summer. So we'll, we'll see how that goes. I've got a lot of things planned. (laughs) Maybe we could coordinate the time to be out there together. We could record a show while we're out there. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. I'm kind of waiting to see what the Diz is doing. We're supposed to be going out there at the end of July. So That'll be a blast. So yeah, I'm excited. Hopefully it won't be as hot as it was this past summer in California, but we'll see. (laughs) So Diane, do you have one more Disney Christmas wish? One more Disney Christmas wish. Let me think. Um, Well, you've kind of said them. You've got the DVC, you've got the annual pass. You know what I would really like to see? Well, okay, there's actually two more. I would like the existing rides to work and not break down two or three times a day. And maybe that's just a pipe dream, but you know, please Disney management, Santa (laughs) tomorrow, get enough people there to keep those rides going and to fix them and to keep the maintenance going. Uh, I would also love to be able to see Epcot. You know, when I get in there instead of Walcott, let's, um, let's see if we can't, get some of those construction walls down and, you know, maybe pick up the pace a little bit. Let's get that done. I, you know, I want to see all those attractions open and I want to see Epcot the way it's supposed to look, not just winding through these corridors of walls on each side of you, like you're in some sort of tunnel. Uh, That would be fabulous. So in addition to removing the walls, in addition to getting the attractions working, that giant Death Star in the middle of World Showcase Lagoon. I love Harmonious. I love the concept. I love the fireworks. I love everything about it. What I hate is that giant metal structure in the middle of the lake during the day. It's just, it's ugly. There are no other words to describe it. So I know they're doing another nighttime spectacular. I just hope that whoever is doing it at least takes a walk Mm-hmm. around World Showcase Lagoon first and comes up with a show where the ability to enjoy the show is not limited to 30 degrees. Yeah, the, the screens and the arms and stuff aren't in the way, but the Stargate is. Yeah, it just, you you only experience that show the way it's meant to be experienced if you are sitting in one particular position. So I would love for them, and again, if you want to keep harmonious and just fix this part of it up, that's great. Whatever the new show is, I just hope they remember the guest experience when they're planning it and to plan for that so that everybody can enjoy it no matter where you are in the park. It makes for a much better show and it makes the guests happier. And I like being able to look across World Showcase Lagoon and seeing all of the American adventure Yeah. when I walk up to World Showcase. There's nothing like looking across and seeing that building because it's so majestic. And when the sun hits it just right, it's like there's a wow effect there. 
Yeah, it was built that way for a reason, you know, to be seen. So don't put something right in front of it. But I agree with you. I enjoyed Harmonious. Granted, I did have a front row seat for it. And it made all the difference, right? Being that I had a scooter, I was going to have a front row seat no matter what. But my friend Lori, who everybody will hear from on our next tour, got us a spot. She was holding a spot for us. Not in the area where the scooters go, but Mm -hmm. since she and I both had scooters, we were blocking a pretty good little chunk of real estate there. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I mean, we were right, almost dead right in front of the ring. And I enjoyed that show a lot Mm -hmm. more than I thought I was going to. I'd heard a lot of people bad talking and everything, but I am familiar with at least half a dozen of the artists outside of the Disney people that were part of making that music. Mm-hmm. that made a little bit of a difference for me because it was fun to hear. I could pick out the parts where they were playing. And then I did watch the Disney Plus live broadcast of that. Maybe that gave me a little higher appreciation for the show overall as well. Yeah. But when I saw the show, I I try not to judge what I think based on other people's opinions. I like to do that for myself. Very important with Disney because everybody has an opinion. Yep, we sure do. (laughs) But it was the same way with Disney Enchantment. I'd heard so many people down talk. Now, luckily when I was there, they had just added on that front side three minutes, like Mm. just a few weeks before that. Yeah, I didn't see that. Possibly if I hadn't seen the introduction that talks about Walt and Roy and Mickey. I might have a different feel on that. But because it did, that touched right into my heart. My mm-hmm. emotions were engaged at that part. Right. That may have changed my whole perspective on that show. Do I think Happily Ever After coming back is a good idea? Yeah, I think I, I think it is. I love that show. I suspect, I haven't heard for sure, but I suspect they're going to update it a little bit. Right. To put some new things in that have come along. I think my problem with Enchantment, I enjoyed the show for what it was, but I felt like this was the 50th anniversary fireworks spectacular. And there wasn't a lot of pizzazz to it. And there was nothing about the 50th anniversary right. initially. So I'm, you know, I'm like, are you not going to mention that at all? Apparently not until they got enough feedback. So maybe these sort of lists and wishes help them and you know the same with harmonious the fireworks were beautiful they're all i saw because we watched it from over on the other side of world showcase lagoon by the refreshment outpost all i could see was the fireworks and they were spectacular i think it would have been more cool to hear and you know and see what was going on visually but that was all that was all missing so just keep you know the biggest christmas wish i think Please keep the guest experience in mind. That, I think, is the most important thing. Whether you are dealing with Disney Genie Plus, whether you are dealing with uh, the food service, the rides, any of that, please walk through the park and do a Disney day just like your average guest would do. And I guarantee they will immediately find the problems and hopefully be able to address them in the future. But... Don't try to engineer all the new changes out of an office in Glendale. That's really not going to be what you want at the end. Yeah, I agree. That's not as effective. I have one more Christmas Disney wish that does not involve the park. Whoa. Well, I said it could be anything Disney. I think I heard that this has already been taken care of, but if it hasn't, 
I'm still going to put it out there. Stop with the live remakes of Disney classics. <laughs> the only one I've seen that I think is, well, I'll take that back. There's two that I've seen that were different enough from the original stories that I still found them interesting. And that was Mulan and Aladdin. Hmm. The rest of them, if I saw it, I wasn't impressed because I don't remember what they were. Yeah. I did watch The Jungle Book when it came on Disney+. Plus. I still like the story of Jungle Book. I did not like all of the CG in it because when you go to the smaller screen, it shows up. Yeah. So please, just stop with the live remakes. The classics are good classics for a reason. Mm -hmm. And in fact, I'm going to go even a little farther. I don't think movie theaters are dead. I just don't think they have anything of interest for people anymore. Mm -hmm. So how about if we start re-releasing the classics every 10 years like they used to? Mm, back in the vault. Yeah. To theaters. Sure. You know, and the classics, the classic Disney animated features, none of them are all that long. I mean, Snow White lasts just over an hour. Yeah. So, I mean, like you could almost double up and maybe do Sleeping Beauty and Snow White on one double feature in the movie theater. And let kids go see these movies the way they were made to be seen. I would be there. Me too. That would be fun. This is not a Disney movie, but we just went to see White Christmas oh. at the Marcus Theater near us on the big screen. Fun. It was fun. Yeah. I enjoyed that movie immensely. More than I do when I watch it on TV, and I watch it every year. Sure. I think it's Netflix that carries it. I've got it in my lineup so mm -hmm. it never goes away i won't need to watch it now this year because i've already seen it i saw it on the big screen and all i gotta say is wow yes so disney let's do that let's put some of these older classic animated movies out and let's let kids fall in love again with mm -hmm. the disney characters and along that vein you know disney plus is their biggest problem financially right now well disney you have a whole vault of material that I would love to see on Disney Plus, and I know a lot of other Disney fans would as well. Mm -hmm. Bring out your sing-along songs that my kids used to watch 24 hours a day. Bring out all of the Wonderful World of Disney episodes and put them on there. I would watch those, absolutely. I There's so much that they have that would be easy content for them to put on there and would absolutely get people to watch. And I know some of them probably... You know, there might be some issues with some of the content that they did, but, you know, like they have with some of their other shows, put a warning on it, explain the nature of it, or mm -hmm. just don't show that particular episode. Wonderful World of Disney was on for years. Well, I don't disagree with you, Diane, because Disney Plus would be a great outlet for a lot of that stuff. Like you said, the Wonderful World of Disney, I would be watching that. I'd That would be a binge for me. Yes, yeah. I'd probably be sitting in my, my easy chair for like, two months trying to get through all the shows but that's okay they have you know i know they they used to have the mickey mouse club on as well uh they only put on just a few episodes but that's another one you know people that grew up with that all right. of that disney nostalgia is is what we'd all love to see again so i hope they do that helps to keep our memories intact yeah it's a lot of fun well diane this ended up being a much better idea than i thought it was going to be thank you so much for joining me you you are so welcome anytime i hope you and your family have a wonderful christmas and a great holiday and i hope the post office doesn't work you too hard yeah everybody please go mail your packages now 
Yes. <laughs> so they don't have to work on Christmas Day. Yeah, get them in, please. Yes, you too. And that'll do it for this tour of Disney Conversations. Tourists, stand by. Part two will be coming next week. For now, I'm Magical Matthew, and we're out. Diane and I are so glad that you joined us on this tour. As I said in the beginning, next week we'll continue our Disney Christmas wish list with some past guests. If you or someone you know has a Disney Christmas wish that you'd like us to put on our list, drop by our Disney Conversations podcast Facebook page and let us know what those wishes are. We'd love to share that desire with you. Until next we meet, my friends. Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, and may your holidays be filled with joy. ETFN, ta-ta for now. <laughs>